Welcome to The Connectors, a podcast about the people who are building and managing innovative ecosystems worldwide. The exponential growth and demand for innovation from all kinds of players in the global tech world has created new and diverse versions of ecosystems. On the podcast, we will interview different ecosystem managers to learn about their work, find out how they measure their impact, and their ways to generate value for the different stakeholders they work with. We'll explore how they maximize collaborations and hear about their challenges through stories from their day-to-day life. And of course, some insights for the future. My name is Inbal Perlman. I'm the community manager of Google for Startups Campus in Israel. And with me is Nitsan Gal, CEO and co-founder of Click. So today we have a special guest, Shira Gal. Shira is the VP uh, BizDev at Tau Ventures, and we're really happy to have her today. Happy to be here. Yay. And this is a special episode because we've been wanting to do this for a while. And with the craziness of COVID, we finally managed to meet. So this is a, a real celebration. And what's also special is that this is the first episode that is recorded in the home of the ecosystem. So we're actually now in Tau Ventures, which Shira will soon talk yeah. about, but that's something unique. That is unique. Yeah. So we, we need to drink to that afterwards. So let's dive right in. Shira, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background? So yeah, I'm in Tau Ventures since uh, almost day one. We've started about two and a half years ago. And uh, my story with Nimrod, the uh, founding partner, goes a bit back in time because um, we met while well, he was a mentor in a program that I was running, another accelerator program for uh, assistive technologies. And uh, yeah, we, we became friends. And when he started this thing, uh, he asked me what, what, what my plans are for the next year. And uh, I was exactly in maternity leave. So, you know, open-minded for um, new opportunities and that sounded awesome because basically it was walls and some vision there to fill. Yeah. Um, Jumping into something completely new and building it. Exactly. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Was that an easy choice because you're coming from a more like assistive technology, more impact kind of world and this is like hardcore True. business? Yeah. So maybe like the financial model around it is a bit different, but what I love is the work I do with entrepreneurs and it doesn't really matter which vertical it goes under. So I would suggest that even, you know, assistive technologies and impact ventures are struggling even a bit more than others just because, you know, uh, it's hard to raise money and markets are usually tougher to, to get in. But the focus is, um, is innovation and startups. I have to say before I move forward that I know you guys and I actually haven't yet heard about this story. I didn't know that this is how you met previously. Uh, okay. At least I didn't remember that. And before we even continue talking about ecosystem and ecosystem building, I think that's an amazing proof of an ecosystem, how an ecosystem yes. works. So the fact that you met in a totally different job and people don't... don't always think about it. They don't understand that like, things change really fast. And sometimes like a generic mentor, I'll call it, will become your next boss and how important it is to create a good relationship and maintain that relationship. And I think that's Definitely. even before we started talking about Tau Venture itself, it actually started by that. Yeah, I think you need to think always like, you know, all people around you are potentially can open doors for you. Uh, they can show you new worlds later on. And I'm not even talking about, you know, jobs necessarily. So it can be yeah. anything. Yeah. Just be yourself and do whatever you do best. And then I think you will, I don't know, pave your way. 
So I'm curious, for those of you who don't know Tao Ventures, if you can give us a little bit more background about yeah. like what is it that you guys are doing today and uh, we'll take it from there. Sure. So uh, yeah, I'll give you the short brief. Tao Ventures is a um, university-affiliated VC, Tel Aviv University, obviously. Um, we've raised $20 million from investors around the world and we invest in early stage startups. Today we have uh, 15 portfolio companies from different verticals. We have AI, drones, uh, we have 3D uh, communication and many more, even ag tech and uh, many, many different things. As I said, we invest early. It's a pre-seed check. So we usually uh, become one of the first investors. Uh, it feels a bit like, you know, joining the family here because um, we have space that we offer for our startups. So they usually come and sit here in the first year or so. Some don't move out. <laughs> it takes them a while. Some move out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it takes a while. Um, no, because it's fun and it's cozy and it's north of Tel Aviv. And, you know, whenever you're close to the beach, why yeah, shouldn't why, you? Why leave? This is a unique aspect of a fund. Not yes. all the funds have a co-working space. How does it affect maybe even the process itself? Does it affect the startup that you choose? You know what? I think it does in a way, uh, meaning that we tend to choose startup to invest in startups that we also connect to personally. It doesn't have to be that way, not 100%, but I would lie if I would say that it doesn't have like uh, an effect on mm. the choice. You're seeing them every day. You want to be able to have, you know, good yeah, chemistry. Yeah. And we want to support them. We want to be able to help in these early stages. It feels like the bet you're making is very high and it's based on the personality of the entrepreneur uh, more, I would say, I mean, this is probably the highest criteria. So yeah, the connection is part of it. I mean, you have to feel like he's the right person for the job. And your role today is a VP business development in the fund. And yeah. it's very unique, I think, uh, because, you know, we're talking today about ecosystem building and management and it's not exactly your title, yeah. but you're doing a lot it's of it. It's just a made up title. Yeah. It's because, a made up uh, title. <laughs> <laughs> because we're a funny, I don't know, entity because we're sitting inside the walls of a university, but we're kind of like a satellite uh, entity because we're not fully connected, but we are a bit and we, we still hold like a very classic model of a VC. So we have LPs who uh, we are committed to. Uh, we work with a startup ecosystem, but we also work with the high tech ecosystem on generally, you know, the Israeli industry. Why we do that? Because um, we really strongly believe in ecosystems. It's not key and it's not something that we say because it sounds nice. It's basically our uh, validation tool, the best validation tool and jumping board for our startups. What I mean is basically we don't have all the capabilities to estimate, you know, the potential, the trends, where uh, any industry goes to. Uh, we don't feel we have it all in our team. So Whenever we decide that we like a startup, we turn to one of our partners or we, you know, create new connections to relevant entities. So if it's a cyber company, we go to our partners like uh, Checkpoint, like CyberArk, like uh, there are many of them and we consult with them. So this is kind of like this part of the business development side, which is not very basic in funds. So I get your question. Yeah. yeah, let's go deeper into that because that's really interesting today. We have like so many different titles that most of them 
doesn't really reflect what we're doing. But I think it's really happening in the world of community and ecosystem builders. I think mm -hmm. until now, so many people are doing this job or are starting to do this job, but they have so many different titles. So it actually sounds like the same thing here. So it's called business development. But if we're going practically to what you're doing, can you try to explain like Yeah, so it might it be uh, on the one hand, it's business development for the fund. Meaning that I'm building new partnerships with different entities in Israel and abroad because we want to be close to them because we want to connect our startups to potential customers and we want to learn from them where they're heading and what they're searching. So yeah, we're building partnerships. The other one is building a great brand name for Tao Ventures. To be an early stage VC Uh, a new VC, it re requires a lot of work in that field of, you know, building a brand because you want to be that fund that early stage startups want to have on like uh, their, uh, its logo on their presentation. And uh, yeah, and obviously you want to get a lot of deal flow. The other side of the biz dev work is a very focused on our startups. So I work closely with them and I try to help them by reaching, you know, entities, VCs or investors around the world that they would like to reach, but they don't. I mean, they struggle, they don't have a direct channel or they feel like it might be easier through us. How much of your job is about the ecosystem? So how much, if you can try to estimate it, how much of your job is connecting, is outreaching to new people or connecting to people that you already know and introducing them to others? Um, it is a tricky question because part of my job is also running an acceleration program that we run here. And that acceleration program um, is run together with organizations and entities of, that, that are not part of the fund. Uh, like we had a cyber program and we have one with the ISA, the Israeli Security Agency. So it basically means that we take different partners from the industry and we work with them to find innovation. So... That job is basically working with the, uh, you know, outer circles, bringing mentors, bringing tech experts in a variety of fields. But put that aside on a day-to-day -day basis, I think it might be something like uh, at least 30%. At least half of it goes to uh, other VCs and investors uh, because we see ourselves investing, you know, side to side with many other funds. And what we came to realize is that I think um, we're very useful in opening doors for uh, investors for our startups. So they use us for that. So as they use us, we see how valuable it is. And we understand that if we would invest a bit more, we're going to have a big array of options and possibilities for them. So we try to focus on that. Sounds like you are in this really unique spot and you're like a satellite <laughs> in is. a sense. So in the grounds of a big academy and, you know, you're in the space where you are constantly also looking to harness the, the power of the academy. And that's something that, you know, is happening also in other places abroad. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious because this is actually the first fund that was established in Israel to have those connections. How are you, if at all, you know, creating relationships with similar funds that are university based or university connected abroad? 
that's a good question. When we first started, we felt like we need to create many, uh, you know, many connections and we reached and we had some connections if it's Berkeley, MIT and, and Columbia and more, even in London, a couple of universities. So we came to realize that each and every fund has its own model. Um, it's very focused uh, and adapted to the local ecosystem. And very quickly we understood that first, because we only invest in Israeli startups and second, because the Israeli scene is not like any other, we need to understand what kind of model we build here. Okay, so we got this amazing space. Uh, it's like a thousand square meters. So it allows us to host, I don't know, we have about a dozen startup companies and we have lots of uh, open space and, you know, this facility uh, allows us to have events. So meetups, things like that, that we do now and I'm any not, other... I'm not know, sure if now, but not, in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not in COVID-19 era, but just like a couple of months ago, we had parties, we had, we had different events that are not really... Uh, VC style and yeah it's it feels like a community we want it to feel very accessible I hope we manage at least in part of what we do and why because we're opportunity for graduates of the university the Tao logo uh, next to ventures it's not just here because it's nice uh, and round but basically because really amazing startups good things come out of Tel Aviv University can you give us an example of a connection that came through the university or was related to a specific uh, department there? Because I think that's special to... So yeah, first of all, we have two startups, uh, our graduates of the MBA that we have and many other are, you know, one of the founders is a graduate of uh, engineering and more. We do work closely with engineering and MBA, uh, mainly around uh, internships. So their students really like coming here. Uh, we have even courses, you know, with grades that instead of, you know, I don't know, writing a paper, uh, they come here for many hours along the semester and they work uh, under a specific project that one of the CEOs of any other startup uh, initiates. So we did that a lot and it was really nice. I think it's an amazing experience and also it kind of like opened the student mind, you know, to how things look after university. That's how offices look after university. <laughs> so that's yeah. oh, so that's how it feels. Yeah, like, yeah. you come to work at eleven a.m. <laughs> but no, it, but it's now, amazing now opportunities. We, You're creating opportunities for people, you know, from a, a lot of different sides of the spectrum, exactly. and the startups are also benefiting. Exactly. Yeah, mm. and it's exposure. It's good. It's good for us, and it's good for them, and it's good for the startups. So I mean, everyone benefits. It does have that uh, small uh, hidden detail that in order it to be uh, effective, <laughs> you need to be very close to uh, both the startups and the interns because uh, it's not easy to understand what a, a, you know, a founder of a startup uh, working around AI and voice recognition wants you to do <laughs> in those specific hours. Um, yeah, you just, you know, uh, first, second year of your degree and uh, you've never had, you know, relevant experience for that. So it requires a lot of work to make it successful. Uh, there are times that it's not, but the times uh, you succeed, it's worth the effort. Um, and it goes back to the university. University is, is proud of those kind of initiatives. And there are a bunch. I mean, tons of entrepreneurship uh, programs, you know, within the university. Um, and they enjoy our feedbacks, mentorship. So it goes back. 
How much is the culture part of what you're doing or how you're thinking of building an ecosystem? Because I know you guys are thinking of different things. I know you care about who comes in. I know you care about who you work with. I can even remember how much thought you put into your, I think your annual summer party of being like really culture oriented to what you're doing. But first of all, how come are you investing so much in culture? And what is, what is defined your culture? It's a good question. I, I've never been asked, you know, to answer that. So please. So di- <laughs> no, it's a question today. <laughs> so direct. Uh, maybe my quick answer would be that I think it's very Israeli to see yourself uh, as a part of a group. And the minute we understood we have this tons of space and we want to bring people to fill it up, <laughs> uh, we want it to be fun and we want it to be successful uh, and appealing and also accessible. And basically by the fact that we invest uh, in a variety of subjects, it means that many people from different backgrounds come here. So it creates a very, like a varied environment and it's fun. You know, still to say the entrepreneurs themselves in Israel, at least I imagine also in the rest of the world, um, it's not such a, I know, heterogenic group of people, but still we really try to bring people from any age, any background, any topic. Um, I think it affects uh, the feel. Because you feel welcomed and you feel like... You want to come back. Yeah. Yeah, you said it before. It's like a family. Yeah. I think it's one of the important thing that should be in ecosystems. I'm not sure not a lot of people are thinking about that. Like of having a specific culture of knowing when you're inside Tao Ventures, knowing Mm -hmm. when you're doing work with someone from Tao Ventures. I think that's something really important and... It's part of maybe the branding, but in general, it's part of who you are. I think it's part of who we are. I think the branding goes uh, like after us because we we believe in, in friendship and s- support being, you know, uh, being here uh, basically to grow great companies and help them uh, along the way. They know what they do best. We're here to help reflect, adjust here and there, uh, give a, a good advice and make great connections. We will be able to do that magnificently only if we would be able you know to to touch them deeply right so we need to get to know them well we need to make them feel welcomed open uh, they need to be able to consider our our advice for, for real not just like you know being polite so you create an environment that is very welcoming we all know when we need to be serious and work and say what we think. Uh, we have our ways to say what we think, you know, so we're Israelis, but it's all for the greater good. So we have a common cause. I think it's special because there's a lot of VCs and there's the competition in the end of the day to, you know, obviously you want to find great companies and you want to create a strong portfolio, um, but there are different strategies at doing that. And in a way, you know, we're talking about words like family and we're talking about ecosystem. And these are in the way tools, right? Because mm-hmm. you're looking to to build something and you can also have a different toolbox that True. is a little bit more, uh, I'd call it sharp. Um, yeah. This is soft, but in the positive sense of it. Um, and it's really interesting to hear. I understand why, like you say, soft. Um, I think that what we've done 
very early on, and I think we're still like working on that still, is trying to see what are our strengths in this, um, you know, wider ecosystem. So Israel has a lot of VCs uh, where they invest, uh, what the check size is. And our story, you know, starting in the university, based on this uh, great offices, uh, the personality that we bring in, me, Nimrod, and Ella. So we really need to work with what we've got. Yes, we have we have a specific goal of making money for our, our LPs and build great startups and you know make make a good change. And uh, in order to do that, we really need to use what we've got. Um, so I think the idea of a family, all those values that I mentioned, you know, the culture, the the being there for them. Uh, I don't know, um, kind of like uh, supporting, you know, those early stages in ways that many many other VCs don't. First, it's because we can, okay? Because basically other VCs don't have this space and support because they don't have like a body like a university around them. The model does not allow you to hire, uh, you know, a huge office and, and invite everyone in. It's just, it doesn't work that way. But because it does here, uh, we understand that we need to kind of like, uh, I don't know, use this. Yeah, and leverage um, it. Leverage it, yeah. exactly. So your day-to-day work, right? Yeah. We'd love to hear about a challenge that you're facing and a win, something that you're seeing as unresolved that you're tackling these days and then something that you are you know, happy about that's maybe the kids are back to school. That could be your <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy because we're, uh, we're opening a new cohort uh, of the accelerator program that we do with the ISA. Um, meaning that we're bringing five or six uh, new startups here for four months and we're going to work with them. Uh, and potentially, I hope that maybe one of them would be, you know, our next portfolio. We'll see. Uh, it doesn't have to end up like like that, but I mean, it's a great opportunity for us. But it brings, you know, new blood and it's fun and energetic. And I love getting to know new startups and dive deep into what they do and their challenges. So you know, it makes me happy. Um, a challenge is, uh, I think after we kind of got used to the fact that COVID is here, maybe we had, I don't know, our energies were kind of like high in the beginning, how to kind of, uh, cope with the first challenges that it brought. But now we're facing, you know, the, uh, <laughs> Kind of like after crash, uh, I don't know, wins. So some of our startups struggle more. Uh, some have like naturally, like every uh, other startup has, uh, they need to pivot, they understand new things, uh, but it's not a good time for changes um, in a lifetime of a startup in those early stages. So it brings lots of um, uh, challenges. Uh, we have a couple of startups that uh, face that. Curious about, some, y- about you though. Okay. Th- yeah. In, so, your, in your job, like within the, the things that are achieved. So yeah. So my job is to see if we can provide support, like as objective as we can be to reflect what we see, uh, help them make the right decisions. I feel like because it's, uh, I don't know, it's so appealing because it's like, it's a part of you. So you dive into it. So their challenges is my challenge now. Uh, but it's, it's not exactly like that. You know, they go back to their desk later <laughs> and I, I go back to mine. Yeah, but I, I feel it's a challenge for us because it's, it's not a, a specific startup that is facing a challenge. It's just, it's a, 
it's a period that we need to go through and uh, we have to ha- develop our agenda of how to be able to support them for long, be creative and how we bring new money and how we kind of like, uh, you know, struggle through these couple of months until we hopefully would be in a better stage. It's very strategic. It's super interesting. Yeah, it's fun. It, this, these are the fun parts, the challenges that, you know. You can learn from. Yeah, you can learn from. the future. And the kids are home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the kids, they're, they're still in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. No, it's still open. That's good. Unless um, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have this we wouldn't conversation. Have this conversation. <laughs> I was just thinking, wait, where are they? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but I don't care. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. As we're talking in the podcast, the connectors, I want to talk about the connection part okay. more because you're doing it a lot. And I think a lot of what you're doing, you're taking like for granted right now, or it's obvious to you, but I want to... Just for others, I want us to help by better understanding what is the connection role, because I think you're doing a lot of interesting stuff in that area and that maybe not a lot of people are knowing how to do or where to start with and how to think about these connections and do smart connections. So I'd love to hear your take on that. So it basically means that you need to create relationships with both sides. Uh, it doesn't always happen that way, right? I mean, sometimes there's so many people around you and day to day, I mean, not again, COVID, but generally speaking, you meet many people um, and you n- you never get the right, the right chance or I don't know, time or opportunity to really dive into what they do. But when you can, it's worth a lot. And yeah. where does the element of a team come into place in the connection world? Because I guess each person has different things in mind. He sees or meets different people here in the office and has relationships with other people. Like, so how, how we do integrate you sync? It? Yeah. How do okay. you sync maybe the information? Um, yeah. I think every team has to learn uh, what works for them. And then again, make sure everyone knows what the decision was, meaning that I don't know if it's uh, through mails and just to, to just write, yeah, I've met this and that and this is where it goes. Uh, or in the weekly team meeting, everyone writes, you know, uh, on a note just not to forget and to mention that I met this and this is where it's heading. It's good to know because later on, if you're going to meet this person and you say, yeah, I know you met Nimrod and it just, it's a good basis for a conversation. Uh, also meaning that you're talking about him and he likes it probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, we, we did have some um, moments that we regretted not to regret. We didn't, you know, share more, obviously. And um, we do, we use an awesome, uh, <laughs> uh, like a ERM system for us <laughs> called Click. Uh, that we, it helps, it helps us because again, we're only three people. So it's not a corporate. We don't have years of methodologies for that. It's basically communication. Um, And we also try to separate parts. I I mean, in the team, if people know who who I meet with, like uh, what types of uh, companies, what type of titles I usually meet. You know, you're working with the 
Israeli secret service. So I know everybody who comes through the door, they can see, you know, the name and all the details about them. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> was like, yeah. what? You yeah. know, they're, they're, they're yeah. here. If anyone's listening, I am kidding. You no, know, no. I know. <laughs> From the they don't ISM. care about these conversations. I know, I know, I know. They're, looking, they're busy with, with other different kinds exactly. of monitoring. Um, so who do you learn from? One person you learn from when you implement their So I'll learn from everyone around. There are places that I enjoy, you know, uh, reading or learning uh, some courses in Udemy that I love taking, some great newsletters that I find here and there. Can you give us a specific example? Yeah, there's one that I'm trying now. I change them every month, right? So (laughs) the current one is a big thing, Edge. It's nice. That's nice, like short, you know, videos of really interesting people. You can try that. I like that. Yeah. Use the trial, though, to see, you know, before you pay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Shira, this yeah. has been great. Thank you so much. It was super fun. Yeah, you're a good interviewer. Invite me next nice week. Nice job next week. <laughs>